This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the victory over the Eagles and Donovan McNabb's homecomings, signings and cuts. Could there be a new punter? Is Portis done for the year? Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Hey, to the Redskins. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Die, Eagles, die. On their road to one and three. Eagles you suck, die. suck. Roll two, two, and two. You suck, suck. Two, three. I think it was just one, wasn't it? See all you losers. Then you all will cry. Die, Eagles, die. You'll go home losers, yes siree. Wait for it, wait for it. Losers! Suck. Suck. Oh my. I can't say I've heard that song this week until just now. Scoreboard. I wonder why that is. I heard it when I was listening to Sonny and Sam. They actually like let it play through. It was like, don't play that stuff on this this broadcast. They were probably, probably joking it, dude. It was probably Larry in his Eagles color jacket that he wore to the first Beach Blitz. <laughs> yeah, because Larry secretly, Larry was secretly along, an Eagles fan. To like, score, Eagles, one, two, three. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. and, uh, no, Larry's out there going, and uh, on the and it looks like third and three, and we're like, it's fourth and five. <laughs> and they're like. Oh my, let's get right into this game, dude. Oh Hail to the Redskins, victory Hail over to the Eagles. 2-0 in the place. division. First place First by place. ourselves. If you read the um, Eagles uh, newspapers, they'll say they're tied for first place. But no, in reality, the Redskins are 2-0 and in the division, and therefore in first place by themselves. Now, how in the world is someone from the Eagles saying that they are tied with us for first place when we beat them? Because they're like they're two and two, and just like the Redskins tied for first place. I read Dude, that it was like the Philadelphia Examiner, game. I think. <laughs> what? I, I'm like division games. Somebody else said that to me the other day, and I was like, "Dude, it doesn't matter." I'm like division games. If they don't win any games in the division, they can win all the non-division games. It doesn't help. It'll help for a wild card. Well, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Anyway, all I know is that we've won two more division games this year than we've won last year. Yes, <laughs> and we won one game more against the Eagles and one game more against the Cowboys than we did last year. Correct. That. And soon, in a few weeks, one game more against the Giants. But first, but dude, let's take this one game at a time. Let's talk about the Eagles. Before let's talk about going. the Eagles. Let's bask a little bit about that game. Yeah, but before we do that, we need to make sure that we let everybody know that we want to thank David Lee Legal Services for uh, as our continued sponsor of Harry Hog Football. I'm sure he enjoyed that game, especially the end. 
that's right. Absolutely. And dudes, um, I know we're two and two, and we're two and zero to the division, but we are two plays away from being zero and four. Uh, you could say that. <laughs> One egregious holding call that you know took away a uh, huge touchdown, a wide open touchdown. And one ball that hit Avant in the hands last week, and he didn't catch it, and it ended up popping right back out. Like I said, really lucky. Like I said, though, I don't really buy into that one play theory because you could look at it the other way and be like, if just I'm sorry, Justin Tryon, if Carlos Rogers could actually catch an interception, they should have never got to the point. They should never even got to the point where they could have made that. Didn't he play. do that in the Cowboys game too? Didn't he have one hit him in the hands and he dropped it? And in the Houston game, dude, it's three three games that he's done that in on that last no, drive. He caught the we... one against Dallas, didn't he? Or was it on the la- a different one on the last drive? No, it was a different one. Yeah, dude, he's done that three. And this was one was right in his hands. That would have ended the ball game. Yeah, yeah. I think when I was watching the post game stuff on on Comcast. I think about a third of the tweets they were putting through on the bottom of the screen were saying something about Carlos Rogers and his hands. It's remember it's absolutely that, stunning how this guy. What is wrong with him? That he I know if you can catch your playing wide receiver, if you can kind of catch your playing defensive back, he just can't catch anything. No, okay. dude, they've been hitting him right in the hands. He's horrible. I got an idea though, and this is what I see. I'm I'm wondering. If like Carlos gets cut, Portis gets traded. Cut! Portis gets traded to Denver for Champ Bailey, <laughs> and then all is well. <laughs> the problem is that Clint Portis has ripped his groin, and will be out four to six. But before we get to that, let's talk about what we liked from this game. I've got two major points that I wanted to bring up that I like from the game. One. Once again, the coaching staff has done exactly what we said and made adjustments by not blitzing so much so that we just get torn apart. And two, the running game got going early. It was outstanding. And it was going on speed. It was going around the ends. Yeah, they just kept going left, right, left, right. And the Eagles couldn't catch up, and they supposedly had this super fast defense. But anyway. Well, they were barely fast enough to catch up to uh, the BB Hummingbird, Brandon and Banks, who blew it open right there and, and set the tempo right there on the very first play of the game. How yes. far did he bring that one back? Um, Gosh, He returned that punt 53 yards, I believe. Yeah, right. and that was 52 more yards than anyone all combined had gained for the Redskins on, on uh, kick returns. Yeah, and another thing on the special teams is for the first time we didn't have one blocked. A kick or a punt or something of that nature blocked. Yeah. Right. Brandon Banks, though, he had some motivation, though, didn't he? Didn't, um, he did. Shanahan came out this week and said, uh, what was the quote? Do you have the actual quote? What motivates a guy like Banks? It's when you tell him that. I've got it. I've got it right here. Now, you've got someone like Shanahan. You know when Shanahan's one of those guys that'll say something and be like, oh, no, no, I'm only joking. But you know he's not. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of one of those those type of deals. Uh, quote, a great motivating factor for a guy like Brandon is you tell him if he does fumble it, he's cut. Or, excuse <laughs> me, Aaron. Aaron, could you hook us up? He's cut. Yeah. 
Shanahan yeah, smiled dude. after saying that, but that's no joke. And I it could goes s- on from there. I could see John saying that in that same exact situation. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, oh, yeah, we cut him. <laughs> huh. hmm. Cut, dude. So it was up to Although, John. But dude, when, there when wouldn't I was, be anyone was, on the team anymore. No, dude, you're the one that actually wanted to cut Brandon Banks. You were like, I can't believe he's back there. I'm so nervous. He's going to fumble one. And I was like, no, dude, he's not going to fumble it. It's the regular season. He's fine. He did dude, get he's cut. BB Hummingbird, man. What are you talking about? He did get cut. Brandon Banks. Yeah, he got cut. No, not last week. This game, you were like, he's going to fumble <laughs> and get cut after this game. Oh, I was worried he was going to fumble. You weren't? No, I told like you that. Pounds. I kept saying he was going to be fine. All right, well, watch and see what happens this week. We'll <laughs> see if he can make it through another week without getting cut. I don't he know is fast, are, though, but he's teeny, man. They shouldn't be using him to, to pitch the ball out. I mean, I understand they were trying to do, get him out in space out there, but... Dude, I, I thought like, he was going to get killed on those I didn't plays. like any of that. I was like, what is this? Yeah, they every tried time that. you see it, it looks like the little kid that's playing with all the big kids and like no, dude. football, and you're like, that kid's in trouble. I'll tell you what it looks like is when they do that like halftime thing, the tiny football league report. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what they, you know what they should do though, if they're gonna use them, forget this stupid wild card thing, wild car, wild cat thing that has become so popular over the last year. They need to just do one of those little wide receiver screens to him, like they always run to Santana Moss and let him try to break open that way. Yeah, he keeps ducking under dudes' arms. They're all like big gorilla-like, and they're like, like ogres and stuff. And and he's just like, dude, super fast. If if they can just like get him the little bump and run or something, like you know, get him get him downfield where nobody can catch him, just air it out to him. Or I know, just send him on a streak straight down the field. Seriously, if he can just totally outrun everybody else, man, send him. Speaking of, dude, Anthony Armstrong when he fell down, I was just like, oh, dude. Come on. At yeah, least you could he see him twist and turn a little there at the end of it, and you're like, oh, no, and he got it, and you're like, oh, yeah, and then he went out of bounds. You're like, oh, no. He caught On another the other hand, a player out of that bounds. Didn't, another player that didn't go out of bounds, but it ended up working out anyway, was McNabb <clears> on that third down conversion run. What was up with that? He yeah. just was being, That was classic vintage McNabb right there. He just wasn't thinking. He was just like, oh, I got it, and I don't want to slide down because I'm old and I get hurt all the time. Seriously, why did he stay bounds. in? Seriously. He said he felt something. He felt a tinge in his quadricep or something. He had to say that. Oh yeah, that's it. right. I felt hey, a tinge. He had to say you felt a twinge. <laughs> I felt a twinge yeah, in my twin twinge. He's like, oh, <laughs> I felt a twinge in my brain when I wasn't thinking about staying in bounds. All I know he's is he's probably trying the... to think about the overtime rules in case we went into overtime against the Eagles. Did you see <laughs> his little speech at the end of the game? I did. Yeah, where he got the game ball. And he I finally he put a little have, jab in at the Eagles. It was funny. He may he have like been trying to avoid. They like, made a um, mistake. He avoid like canned goods, chunky soup that was being thrown at him and stuff. He was trying to avoid that. Well, I was actually surprised they gave him a standing O. They did. I was really because surprised. all the they booed him later. All the jerks were still. Well, all the jerks were still out there, like in the parking lot, getting housed. All the typical fans, all the people inside, were the ones that like ushered their kids in with their hands over the sides of their kids heads like don't look honey don't look at the really nasty eagles fans out here <laughs> so you know oh, those did... are the classy people inside the stadium already at that point and by the time get... the game started all those guys started coming in the boo birds did you guys see that charles barkley went through with his promise and showed up in the McNabb jersey and was walking around the parking lot supposedly 
Really? I did Steven, not hear that. He's, there's McNabb a picture Redskins of him jersey? online. Yeah, he said he was going to show up in a McNabb Redskins jersey, and he did. He was walking around the parking lot talking to everyone. He didn't <laughs> just like. Terrible. He didn't You're show terrible. up like. You're terrible. He, what's terrible. that, dude? He didn't show up like LeBron James, Cowboys fan, and sneak into some luxury booth. He showed up in a Redskins jersey and was walking around outside the link. I think that's all you need to know about the difference between Chuck and LeBron. Chuck. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chuck. <laughs> LeBron, you're just terrible. I can't believe you root for the Dallas Cowboys. You're a big, fat front runner, man. You're just terrible. 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 You're terrible. Terrible. Oh. Anyway, um, what you guys have anything else to add about the Eagles game except for that um, the Eagles suck? I, all I gotta add is that it, you know I'm tired again. I'll say it this week. I'm tired of these games where we're biting our nails at the end of these games. I mean, last play of the game coming down to the last play. But dudes, we got lucky, even though they started going into kind of a prevent because one, we had Kareem Moore back there this time, and two. <sighs> It, that dude did drop this. the ball, but I don't know, man. It's, we have yeah, we, we mean, had plenty of opportunity to put the nail in the coffin, and we refused to do so. Yeah, like yeah, on we that didn't fourth give up down, like seventeen points or anything like that. Yeah, and like on that fourth down they had, where they did the hook and ladder. I mean, we could have stopped that. Yeah. Anyway. That was sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Not quite as sneaky as when Andy Reid had to call a timeout. And then got a delay a game penalty. I was like, who's coaching the Eagles? Is that Jim Zorn's big brother? <laughs> Dude. His I big brother. Was I talking to you, John, or Aaron? I was like, didn't that guy get, um, didn't he get coach of the year last year? And he does I, that? It, might, it was, re, he's gotten coach of the year before, yeah. Seriously, I mean, what was that about? It was like he had all that time when they couldn't figure out, you know, the refs, like, couldn't make a decision figure out you know what was going on there and then he had all that time and then he calls a timeout and that still happened i mean i don't get it <laughs> they don't it, it's because they don't have a danny smith on their sideline to run up going no 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 well he was basically complaining about the spot or something dumb and forgot to call a play yeah pretty much and called is all walking up there all lackadaisical he might still be suffering from a concussion himself oh uh. So I don't know. What's but he the status sucks. on um, on Vic then? What is his? Well, have they given the Vic says that he is going to? It, it, he's got either a damaged or torn cartilage in his rib cage, uh-huh. and he said he's going to be back in a week or two because you know he they're playing Atlanta in a couple weeks, so you know he wants to be back for that game. Right. But I'm thinking more like three or four on him. That's that's rib injuries, any kind of rib injuries. I've, have you, if you've ever pulled a muscle in your rib cage, just something simple like that, man, it hurts just to move in any direction. You're just like, how? I can't yeah. do anything without pain. It sucks. Yeah, much less play football. I mean, when you, yeah. I don't know if you went back and like rewound that and watched him get hit, but I mean, the way that he was oh, sandwiched yeah, there and like his shoulders it was like awesome. all turning in, it was just like, oh. <laughs> Dude, we I also thought, broke. I thought he lost. He broke his collarbone or, or separated his shoulder. We also broke the ribs of Leroy McCoy. Leroy McCoy. This one. And two Leroy. concussions. Sante Samuel didn't come out after he got crushed. And Sante uh, Samuel went out with. It was like the body bag game, except we were the only ones putting people in body bags, except for one guy. And that CP, Riley dude. Who we're gonna. 
we're going to talk about. I, I yeah, think we call it the uh, Biddy Body Bag game. Biddy Body Bag. Biddy I just call bag. it that we showed up to play. <laughs> and we number five and got we his won in Philadelphia game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, let's go ahead and go into the cuts. Actually, let's go into the uh, injury report first since we're already kind of on it. Um, as John alluded to, Clinton Porter, CP, um, tore his groin and he's out four to six weeks. And could this mark the end of Clinton Porter as a Redskin? I saw some I told you, he's this. going to Denver and Champ Bailey's coming back. Right, for, right. For an even straight-up trade. We're going to get Liddell Betts back from uh, <laughs> New Orleans. Um, New Orleans as well. No, we're getting Rock Cartwright back from wherever he is. Rock Oakland. Cartwright. He's Oakland. in Oakland. He's sitting on the bench with uh, with good old J.C. Speaking of J.C., not to get off topic here, but speaking of Jason Campbell and backups, did anybody see, did anybody see the Chicago game? Um, no, Giants. but you sent me some text that said the Giants were getting beat, and then I checked the score the next morning, no, and they dude. said they won seventeen to three. No, dude, they were, <laughs> they were not. They were not getting beat. I, I I sent you a text saying that, which was wishful thinking. But I sat in a uh, bar and basically watched the entire game. And dude, the Giants sacked. Um, what's his face? Cutler. Yes. Cutler. Dude, the, the Giants had ten sacks. What happened? And the Giants have sucked all year until now, and the Bears were good. So what's going I gotta, on? I gotta say, man, I'm I, I'm I a think little, Cutler was drunk. I'm a little concerned about uh, our offensive line watching their defense sack Jay Cutler like that, and then they totally housed um, Todd Collins. They gave Cutler Todd a concussion. Right. They gave uh, Cutler a concussion, and I think Todd Collins had a concussion. I'm not concerned, dude, if we have Trent Williams in there, dude, which we you, should. If you can go back and watch that game, you need to watch their D. Well, I've seen them play other teams. I'll tell you why they I'm concerned. Line. Yeah, I'll tell you why the I'm front concerned. Of their D line, the front of their defense is really good. Because I know, but Stephon maybe Hire the... cannot handle them. Stefan Hire is not going to be in there. I, Thank I sure goodness, hope. because here, I hope in not. the injury report, we're uh, <laughs> going to actually let everyone know that Trent Williams is expected back this week. Yeah, thank God. Thanks to goodness. Stefan Heyer is horrible, dude. Oh my God! I saw. Did you see what Lavar called him? He called him know. a one. He called him a one man penalty. <laughs> it's true, dude. It's so true. He had two what two holds? Two six or, no, two yeah. false starts and a hold. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. false starts and a hold. Let me look at my notes here. Yeah. No, I thought it was two false starts and a hold, and one was a very costly. And I false start because that, that one starts in a hold. That last Philip false start could have ended the, the game. Two or three. Well, that last Golly. one could, dudes. The last one could have ended the game also because we could have run out the clock if he didn't get, set us back five yards when it was going to be like second and two, I think, or third and two. He is not a starting lineman. He does not need to be starting. I don't care who's hurt. He doesn't need to be starting. I called it. He sucks. <laughs> it does suck. Thanks, Vinny. Anyway. We'll um, talk a little bit more about another uh, Vinny uh, draftee in this case um, coming up in the uh, cuts and signings. But to continue the injury report, gentlemen, um, Josh Bidwell, as we said, or did we say Josh Bidwell is still bothered by a hip injury? I guess that's why he sucks. 
I thought he was so, okay, he said last week. He said that it was just scar tissue or something. Yeah, who knows? He sucks. We just need to cut him. So, But guess who's back? Punter the Punter. Punter, 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 Punter. Punter. Did he sign? When did he sign? It says today, he will be signed on Thursday. Um, sources close to the situation who are not uh, allowed to talk about the situation have told someone's brother, sister's <laughs> boyfriend that mm-hmm. Hunter Smith will be signed on Thursday. Cool, because I didn't see that. Because that Bidwell needs that a liability. That he guy's a liability. liability. He lost us a game, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. He lost yep, us a game. Bad. Yeah, and another person that's hurting us a little bit. I don't. What the hell is the long snapper's name? Does anyone um, even know who he is? Sunderberg or something like that? I don't know. They need to bring back Ethan Thunderbird. Get Red He's Snapper terrible. back in there. Seriously. Don't break. Don't fix what's not broken. Or yeah, that ball saying. is all over the place. It makes me oh, nervous now. every time he snaps it. Uh-huh. And, you know, maybe they're hoping he's going to get better. better. Yeah, Nick Sundberg. Hopefully they think he's going to get better. Here's um, what I think about he him. he will get better. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that Nick Sundberg yes, kind of sucks. But how about Ryan Terrain, dude? He came in and had a pretty huge game. I don't know his stats. I called it. I called it. Dude, he Ryan was... Ryan Terrain housed that dude in the Eagles secondary on that first touchdown. That was awesome. It was Mikkel. awesome. His name is Mikkel. He just just ran right over his buns. He ran right over Mikkel. He's probably Russian. That Mikkel guy sucked from the beginning, too. He got run over on that touchdown, and then he got that uh, horse collar on the first play that Santana Moss ran. <laughs> Dude, all he I was a one-man penalty. I wish we <laughs> could get Ethan, I wish we could get Ethan Albright back, but too bad uh, San Diego snatched him up. Did they really? Yeah, I did not know. Norvell that. strikes again. Damn you, Norvell! I did not know that they snatched him up. That stinks. Not happy about that. Um, other yep. injury notes and news. There's not really much else to talk about. We know that. Um, Basically, everybody it looks like is going to be ready to go, except for Clinton Portis. Hey, how's Everyone Chris? else seems like, and uh, Josh Bidwell, of course, but I'm already writing him off as a cut. But they're saying Horton's back, Ron Landry's wrist is fine. Um, apparently, Artis Hicks got sick during the game, and that's why we saw uh, uh, Will Montgomery. But where was Dockery? Dockery was on the sideline. Lichtensteiger. <laughs> He's, no, but uh, don't, don't you he's think they like would have the put? Man in there. But don't you think they would have put Dockery over on the other side over Will Montgomery, or is he not that I versatile? Guess, I guess he just doesn't. He, I guess he's not able to uh, straddle the fence, so to speak. Hmm. Dude, why couldn't they put Dockery in instead of Stephon Higher? <laughs> Dockery would probably <laughs> <be> just as well. <laughs> I don't know if we put. I, I, I have a feeling if, if if they put Dockery in and the place of Stefan Higher, it would be back to year one when he got drafted out of Texas. And Aaron was like, "That Dockery guy sucks. He's terrible." <laughs> yeah, he was like the Stefan Higher five years ago. Of his day. <laughs> and that's how the Dockery report came and then he about. Got some fat forty million dollar deal at Buffalo. How much did he end up making out of that thing? A lot. He made I. I, I'm throwing this completely out of left field, but I think he made at least $24 million out of that. <laughs> that there was a lot of guaranteed money there. Dude, he's Listen laughing all the way to the bank. Dude, the Dockery Report, if you guys go back and listen to about episode 12 or so, you will hear us talk about him in the same manner that we now talk about Stefan Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> 
With that classic anyway. picture of him with his helmet sitting up on his head. Um, and he's got that goofy grin. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> hey, does that wrap up the? Um, does that wrap up the injury report? That does. That does wrap up the injury report. Okay. Well, and moving... I think the uh, O line report as well. The Liechtensteiger report. Yeah. Well, moving forward then onto the signings. Uh, Keelan Williams was signed to the practice squad today. After he was cut to make room for terrain and or and or uh, Brandon Banks. Yeah, and uh, Shanahan was talking about guys like him and Banks saying that um, when you get into those situations, you're trying to play the numbers game with the roster. Sometimes you have to roll the dice and cut these guys knowing that you want to bring them back and just hope they pass waivers. So, Yeah, pretty much. He, was, he said he was very happy that terrain made it through waivers. Uh, other moves going on is Mike Balligan, a linebacker, was uh, cut from this practice squad. Um, never even heard of him. Yep. And we and signed some other know. dude. Who's the other guy we signed? I sent you guys an email about it. We signed some dude named Javaris James, another running back. Mm-hmm. JJ is what I Who? call him. JJ, Aaron. Javaris James. Javaris not to be confused with Jeremy. Not to be confused with Jeremy Jarman. <laughs> Dude, what's the story with Jeremy Jarman? I haven't seen him in action at all. He's been hurt. Remember, he got injured at the end of last season, so they've been bringing him along really slowly. To uh, you know, they don't want to push him. They're giving him a little bit of action here and there. Um, oh, okay. This Javaris James dude must really suck because he got released from the Patriots practice squad on the fifth, and everyone knows that they're really in trouble at running back there. They they've lost a couple or traded or. I mean, they've got some guys stepping up, but they're they're getting deep into the reserves, I think, on that. And they just oh, traded and Randy James Moss. James is the cousin of former Indianapolis star Edger and James. And they just um, traded Randy Moss today too to the Vikings. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting thing to see how that plays out. All I know is that Randy Moss is playing in two Monday Night Football games in a row now. And Josh, yo, back to your comment about Eli Manning. Being Eli. or sorry, uh, not Eli uh, Cutler being cut or sacked ten <laughs> times. I noticed that some dude in the fantasy league at work uh, had minus twenty three points for him. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, my my my. Anyway, um, okay. Does that wrap up the signings? I think that wraps up the uh, the signings and cuts for this week. I think it does. And I think that pretty much brings us to our first break of the evening. When we come back, we'll give our coveted games and not-so-coveted kicking the balls awards. I'll talk to you guys after the break. You're listening to to Harry Harry Hog Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. 
He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. All right, we're back. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome back. Dude, what was up with? Did you guys see the pregame? I I forget which channel it was on, but the one with Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson. Well, Keyshawn Johnson picked the Eagles to win. As his upset special. Which I don't quite understand since they were favored. <laughs> hmm. Oh, dudes, I'm back. What'd I miss? Did you see that? John. Hmm. Whatever pregame that Keyshawn Johnson is on. Uh-huh. He picked the Eagles to win as his upset special. I thought the Eagles were favored. They were. And he was like, well, everyone's pretty much pulling for McNabb, so I figured they're not the favorite team. <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, they weren't the ups- they weren't the uh, underdog, and second of all, they lost. <laughs> Scoreboard. Uh, he picked, okay. Whatever. Are you sure it wasn't Michael Irvin? It wasn't Michael Irvin. I think he was it's too early in the morning for him. He was still coked up from the night before. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, hey dudes, one thing that we didn't mention a little bit ago, right before the break. Did you guys hear the rumors that uh, Aaron's dog, his favorite wide receiver on the team, now Devin Thomas, is uh, on the trading block? I did hear these rumors, but he's been on the trading block. Right. I did, what I are we going to get for him? That. A fifth? A sixth? What are we yeah, going to get? What the hell are we going to get for him? Is this a new rumor? I'd rather just keep him on the team returning kicks because he's doing a pretty good job. Wait, this is these are new rumors we're talking about? Yeah, they, they're actively seeking a trade before the deadline, which I think is the 19th. I'm not yeah, mistaken. just a couple weeks from now, coming up. Coming Two up days after we soon. beat the Colts at home. That's what it's gonna be. Hey, some, something else we didn't really talk about in this game. Um, what was up with the defense? It seemed like we were really changing up the defense from like the three four to almost like a four three. There were some, you know, some interesting changes there. We talked yeah. about it, dude. Yeah, they stopped blitzing. Yeah, but we didn't. That's really what go it was about it. I mean, it seemed to me like yeah. whatever the changes they were making there, it allowed folks like Albert Hainsworth to really come in and you know make some have some impact. We were yeah, only Albert rushing Hainsworth. four people most of the time. Right, we kept everybody back. To cover all the deep, uh, deep yeah. threats, and that's part of the reason why Kevin Cobb kept dinking a dunking the whole game because he couldn't. He was afraid to throw the ball deep and get picked off. And, or yeah. not and only the deep threats, but we were just covering in general without them just finding who was blitzing and throwing it to the open guy. Well, I exactly. say this, I say this because we're leading into game balls and kicks here, 
And this has a, a impact on the game ball that I'm giving today. Dude, are you really? What? All right, well, let's see what we giving can come up with. Giving game ball to who I think you're giving it to. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Probably, All right, Josh has one on the tip of his tongue. Let's it's go It's probably it. not who you think. That, I hope uh, the tip of his tongue hasn't been burned by some CC's pizza sauce. <laughs> no, All right, that, go that, for is it, not, that is not who I'm giving the game ball to. <laughs> although, I, I will give a shout-out because I think he had like four tackles and four assists or something like that. He uh, had yeah, a huge stop game. on third down. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, he had a huge stop on that. That was yeah. he, he actually in all seriousness, he did have a really good game. Well, he had his best game of the year and that stop on third down was huge. Yeah. And and for those of you that are just listening in, just the fact that we mentioned CC's Pizza should give you the idea that we're talking about Albert Hainsworth, in case we didn't say his name. Um but, <laughs> so I don't think we did. No, we didn't. But that is not no, who I'm did. giving my yeah, game ball to. Um I'm going to give my game ball back to one of the best players, if not one, the best player we have on our team, and it's got to go to London Fletcher this week. Um, he had 10 tackles, two assists uh, on the day. And if you, if you look back over the last four weeks at his stats, and this is why I brought up the change in the defense, because it seemed like it was harder for him to make plays over the past you know, three weeks or so. And then this week he was able to like step back up in there and make some plays like, you know, two weeks ago versus Houston, uh, he only had um, three tackles and four assists. And, you know, he had three times that today, uh, four times that uh, for this, for this game this week. So, you know, I I felt London Fletcher was back this week, making a really huge um, contribution to the defense for the Redskins. Yeah, they're altering some stuff in there. They're making adjustments for their personnel, it seems. Yeah. I mean, there were, it, it was interesting. I mean, like the there would be times, well, I mean, you, you guys saw it where, you know, we'd have two guys with their hands in the dirt and two guys up or one guy with his hand in the dirt. I mean, it was just really interesting to see him, like, mixing that up so much. And I don't know what they were doing, but it seemed like it allowed – um, us to really control it a bit more when uh, the Eagles tried to throw the ball underneath um, as opposed to what we've been doing over the past, you know, three weeks. Sucking. So, I don't know if John has a comment, wants to chime in on that. Nope. John. Did we lose yes. John? I'm here. Do you have a comment? No, I said no. I do not have a comment. Oh, okay. We thought you were like, you know, playing. Well, dude, normally you won't even shut up. So it was <laughs> odd know. that you didn't have a comment. <laughs> we're like, where's John? No comment? What? <laughs> no right. comment. Who's giving the game ball? Who's giving it next? <laughs> this, this is the, uh, the the more chill uh, trying not to uh, step on everybody's words, John, this evening. John. And tonight, during Harry Hog Football's episode, we've secretly replaced John's beer with liquid Valium. John. <laughs> what? Give your game ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my game ball. Uh, well, let's see. Mine's going to Ryan Terrain. Solid. Dude, that's who I was going to give mine to. Was it really? But go ahead. For what reason? Uh, well, if you want to give it to him, I, I, I've got someone else I'll give one to. No, I got another one saved up. Go ahead. Are you sure? 
I'm sure. Go. I just didn't want I you to step on my toes or anything. Okay. All right. If you're sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Ryan Train had a great game for his first for the Redskins. I thought uh, he basically took hold of the starting job before the game was even over, before the groin was known to be torn for Clinton Portis. Yeah, um, like when he ran eight, that dude over. Like when he smashed that Miguel guy over. Um, 18 for 70, one touchdown, no fumbles, solid. Um, I don't think he was injured at all running during the game, even though he ran very physically. I thought he had a great game, and uh, they gave him Liddell Betts' number. Yes. Yep. It's like it's like watching in days of old, except for it's a different guy. Yeah, it was good. He like, actually got the running game going that we couldn't we couldn't do the whole year until now. Maybe if he's lucky later on this season, somebody will put Bettis on the back of his jersey for him. Although. Clinton Portis had some good runs too. The running game in general was was doing it was well. solid. Yeah, it was too bad Portis got hurt because you know you can't ever have enough running backs, especially when they can block like Portis. Speaking of hey, yeah, especially speaking when, of running backs, exactly. guys, I gotta bring this up. Speaking of running backs, what is it with the caveman wanting to like leap over everybody? Is he like taking lessons from Lavar on you know? On the leap here. I mean, you guys notice this? I mean, it's like he's trying to jump over everybody. You guys know how I feel about the caveman recently. I think he's lost yes. a step or two. And he can't catch as well as he used to. Dude, he was better. And why is a big game, dude though. like that, just like Josh is saying, why is a big dude like that leaving his feet, which which is his strength, his legs, going up when he could just be pounding people? I mean, what, what, why he looks because like he's he just, old, man. He's getting old. He's like thirty, what, thirty six or something like that. He's getting old. He doesn't want to run into people anymore. Kind of like McNabb running out of bounds. So he just Except, wants to leap over top of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not who I'm giving my game ball to. I'm giving my game ball to. This is kind of a cumulative one for the whole preseason up till now. But I'm giving my game ball to um, the one-man gang, Lorenzo Alexander. Nice. One, for that massive hit he had on special teams, which is pretty outstanding. And two, because he has now supplanted Andre Carter and taking over the starting outside linebacker position. And I do believe, Aaron, that all three of us called that one. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's just awesome in general. Yep. And I'm glad that his work, hard work has paid him off and got him a starting position. And he, and I read an article about it today that was talking about how little he's making. He's like the best bargain on the team. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, he, congratulations you know, like, to him. If you look at his numbers, um, he only had uh, three tackles. But when he did, you noticed it. I mean, he had some big hits. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember people trying to run over him or anything like that. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's who mine's going to. All right. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. All right. The Kicking the Balls Award. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. I, okay. I, I think we can all just say we're giving a collective kick to step on the odd body higher. I mean, 
don't know if, if you guys. I was going to give my game ball, but I mean, we've already kind of talked about him. So I'm going to give my game ball to. Uh, excuse me. I was going to give my kick. Kick ball. We already talked about it. Yo, kick um, ball. So, so I'm going to give my kick in the balls this week to uh, Philip Buchanan because dude's just <laughs> dude was just as bad as Stefan Heyer with all the penalties. It was like the two of them together made up all the penalties for the Redskins. I mean, did anybody else have a penalty? Maybe one. Yeah, we didn't have that many penalties. One man penalty, Stefan Heyer had three, and I think Buchanan might have had three. Yep. Yeah, and, and they basically made up almost every penalty in the game for the Redskins. You're exactly right. Hey, and I will point out, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but besides uh, Stefan Heyer's two false starts, we didn't have any in Philly in that environment. I don't believe we did. I think there were only two false starts for the whole, whole game. And no delay of games that I recall. Clock well, management the Redskins. Do, clock management is doing really well. I mean Well, dude, but don't forget we did have to burn two timeouts in the first minute and a half of the second half. Yeah, that is true. I was a little that worried. That was about so that. bizarre. I don't know yeah, what, what was, was up that? with that. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. Anyway. The so clock management was almost you know, Always we did good. take care of not getting any of the kicks blocked by anyone this week, so maybe next week clock management will be perfect. One game at a time, you know. <laughs> yeah, by around week 12, it's going to be a perfectly oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, all right, John, what about your uh, kick? Oh, man. Um, well, I can't kick. I really wanted to kick higher. But since I can't kick him, I'm kicking damn Josh Bidwell. <laughs> Can we please get rid of this guy? I want to. I want to read off the stats between him and Sav Rocca, who happens to be the <laughs> punter for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Sa- or Josh Bidwell and Sav Rocca each had five punts apiece. Sav Rocka. is something you put in your eye, isn't it? Rocka. Is what? Sav is something Rocka. you put in your eye. Sav. That's something you like. You salve the wounds. All right, um, go ahead. Josh bid farewell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Josh bid farewell. <laughs> um, five punts for Josh Bidwell, an average of 37.2 apiece. Five punts for Sav Rucka, 49.6 yards apiece. 12.4 yards per punt better. A long Except- of 49 to a long of 59. One in the 20 and two in the 20, but you, that – Sometimes is skewed because of where your team actually punts from, but uh, he only averaged thirty-seven point two damn yards a punt. Sav and one of Sav Rocca's was only like twenty yards. I remember it. They punted from like their forty when they were going like to go for it, punch. but they got a dumb penalty. Dude, Josh yeah. Bidwell had a fourteen-yard punt Rock. at one point. <laughs> Josh Bidwell, dude, I, dude, was, dude, I remember that because I was like. It, because just about every single one of us that are Redskins fans watching that game went, was that Joe Theismann? Well, it, hopefully, Hunter the Punter will be back tomorrow like you claim he probably will be. Dude, my seven-year-old my seven 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 son and I were on the playground at his school last week with the football. Uh, actually, they have a football field right there. And uh, he could punt more than 14 yards at seven years old. That's pretty good. I don't think I could punt more than 14 yards. I could punt for the 14 yards, but kicking a field goal, well, we've all seen that. If you haven't, it's on podcast, supplemental video podcast, episode 36. 
Go back and watch it. <laughs> John kicking there. a field goal. <laughs> no, I think it well, is 36. John kicking a field goal uh, attempt. Yeah, I thought it was and before I tried that. It was, I thought it was in the 20s somewhere, like 22 or something. I don't know. There aren't it's that many video there. ones, but it's back there somewhere. It's like five years ago, guys. Go back and – Just download all of them. It's yeah. back there when Josh made us like these fake um, – <laughs> fake press passes and they worked and we got backstage and whatnot and got to meet all the players because Josh just printed these things off and said Harry Hog Football Press <laughs> and they were like okay guys come on in we're like yeah we're here for HarryHogFootball.com and they were like come on in guys no, they made us sign in and stuff and I had to like sign in yeah and I did. yeah they made us sign in but it worked but nowadays <laughs> like no one can get credentials like that anymore except for Hogs Haven he's like the one yeah. yeah, well, he got hired by Comcast, didn't he? CSN no, or something. That's a, 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 a Tandler. Oh, I thought that was the same guy. Well, anyway, no, enough about that. Uh, do I get to give my kick now? Dude, go for it. All right, Deuce Deuce, 22, Carlos Rogers, Los, getting the kick for not ending the game when he had the chance. Bricks for hands. Yeah, in addition to Stefan Meyer, of course. <laughs> oh man, he's horrible. Bricks Hopefully, Trent Williams will be back because we're going to need him against Green Bay. All I know, uh, anyway, Sonny, Sonny said when Carlos uh, dropped that interception, he's like, "I'll tell you why, because he's got those gloves on his hands. He doesn't have any feeling in his hands. He needs to take he's those gloves off gloves so he can on. feel the ball. All these guys wear these gloves these days. They need to take did, did you hear Sam? <laughs> Did you hear Sam say behind him, was he just like, he looks like Daryl Pounds. <laughs> Do you, have you guys ever touched those gloves? They feel like fly paper. They're so sticky. There's no excuse. <laughs> they make those gloves stickier and stickier every year. I don't even know how they do it. Next time you're in Dick's Sporting Goods or something like that, go over to the football aisle and touch some of those receiver's gloves and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> You're gonna be like the, like in that commercial with Daryl Revis, who he's gonna walk up to you and go, "Look at your hands, they naked. Look at them now." And then you're gonna have sticky gloves on. I don't know, but don't make the same mistake I did. I was looking at buying an exercise bike the other day, and I actually accidentally went to Dicks.com, which is not Dicks Sporting Goods. <laughs> <laughs> and I was at work too. I was like, uh, <laughs> "Whoops." <laughs> Dude, did you see anybody using oh, those? No. Did you see anybody using those gloves, or was everything just sticky on that site? Um, I just oh. clicked off of there as fast as I could. <laughs> and did it? Did the screen come up that said every website you visit is a is a violation, or that is a violation is recorded? No, but for some reason, by the AT for, people or IT. No, but for some reason that website wasn't blocked, but um, other ones like, you know, normal everyday ones like Facebook are. <laughs> What's so, worse? so what you're saying is that did you actually go and report this to uh, your supervisor? Did you say, dude, I can't believe this. Dicks.com is still <laughs> is not blocked at our work. What kind of sick were you, were you wackos like, guys, live here or work here? I just wanted to let you know I was able to get through to Dicks.com. <laughs> Maybe you guys should block that one. <laughs> <laughs> and just walk away. Because if someone's at work trying to buy an exercise bike on their lunch hour, they might happen upon this like I did. There's a whole new, a whole new meaning to the term cock blocker. <laughs> oh. Anyway. 
Anyway, John has an interesting point that he wanted to bring up here. Uh, McNabb is only on contract through the end of this year, and some people are th- saying that he's going to move on. Speculation think? starting to pop up this week. And it's, it's not just the Bleacher Report. I heard a little bit of speculation on um, on the radio, on ESPN Radio earlier today. Someone speculating that if, if Favre does retire, now that Randy Moss is in Minnesota, if Favre does retire at the end of the year and not come back for once, that uh, McNabb might be eyeing that kind of area if the Redskins don't get him locked up to a long-term contract. Yeah, like a dome. <laughs> a domed artificial surface that he can run faster on, although it might hurt more when he gets sacked. Dude, I don't know about that. I think he's leave, there. Why would you want to go to Minnesota? Seriously, I mean, he's, <laughs> he he's only, has a point. He's only just in like, general. He's only like two hours from Philly, where he still obviously has a lot of ties. Staying in Washington, why would he want to go all the way to Minnesota? Like totally uproot and go do that? I mean, that just doesn't Dude, make he got, sense. He's got. He's got lots of chunky soup. He can stay warm. He's all right. Dude, I don't think he's going anywhere personally, but we'll see. They'll probably in a few weeks start working on his contract after the whole trade deadline stuff. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how that's going to go, how long it'll take for them to try to lock him up. Bruce They're Allen's not dumb. The end of the year. Bruce Allen's not dumb. He probably wanted to wait to see if he sucked. <laughs> he probably right. <clears throat> Unlike uh, Vinny, who would have signed him like a 20-year deal, and he'd be like 60 when he retired. Hey. Right, and still making money. Guaranteed for 20 more years. By the way, in case up. you guys didn't know this, I looked up the McNabb family history. Um, the Scottish clan, McNabb. And uh, their is motto Scottish? is, let fear be far from all. Just thought I'd tell you that. Oh, thank you. I thought it would be like, was... let us go back to Philly and kick some brotherly butt. Let fear, be, <laughs> let fear be absent. Brotherly butt. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, what's this fantasy football update you want to talk about? How I'm in ninth place and got beat by Josh, even though he didn't have a quarterback and someone else this week. Um, Yeah, that pretty much summed it up. Aaron lost to Josh, and Josh didn't have a quarterback in. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty sad day when I lose to Josh. When, when I talked to and Aaron, he lost by like, he lost by a lot. I know. I know. I, I didn't even look, and I was like, "Dude, dude, Dallas had a bye week, but I left Tony Romo in." And Aaron was like, "And you still beat me." <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, you do so well this year for some reason. What's your new strategy? Oh, you let the computer pick. <laughs> yeah, truly, it's it's kind of working out for you. You're tied in uh, first place. Is he uh, really record wise? Yeah, there's three of us that are three and one, including Mark, our our uh, our grandfathered in Colts fan who beat me and gave me my first loss for the year. Uh, we had a tie. Josh beat Aaron. The Golden Taints beat Type 42 Rocks. And Superskins beat Southside DC who scored only 36 points. And I think he didn't start any of his players because that looks almost impossible. Speaking um, of Mark, dude. Dude, what the heck is the Golden Taints? <laughs> that's Studhorst, I think. Yeah. Dude. He's been in the league right. for a while. And the tie was between uh, Simon and the Knights who say Mr. Mister. Dude, for those of us who care. Mark said that Justin Tryon is pretty close to starting in in Indianapolis because all their defensive backs keep getting injured. And he said they're Dude, in pretty much a lot of trouble. I still think he's. we should have kept him and traded Kevin Barnes. Well, anyway, um, 
Yeah. Uh, Mark's going to be pretty upset come the 17th when the Redskins uh, beat his Colts. But, dude, don't overlook the Packers this weekend, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 1 p.m. on Fox. Dude, I'm not overlooking it. I think it's going to be a tight game. And hopefully hope so. we'll come out victorious that we they have won't ton, give us another heart attack. They have a ton of weapons on offense. Their defense is pretty good. They're not great, but they're pretty good. They got they're that long hair guy. Good team. They did they barely got that beat Clay the, Matthews, dude. Yeah, and they barely beat the Lions. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're as good as people think they are, but I don't think we are as good as. I think I think are. I think we've had some <laughs> some luck some good breaks and some bad breaks and I'm happy to be two and two considering we have a new coach considering where we were last year we've already won mm-hmm. half as many games as we won last year yeah, for the consi- whole year so I think we're in good shape considering that everything is new new defense new offense uh, new starting running back new starting quarterback new yellow cakes um, new yellow cakes in the locker room you know if <laughs> if Carlos... returning kicks. If Carlos could catch, I'd, I'd say I'd like to see a Rodgers to Rodgers connection. Oh, uh, well, I, yeah. Nice. Well, you might not get a Rodgers to Rodgers connection, but you might get a Rodgers to Rodgers deflection. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> might hit off his big old head. Speaking of, did you guys see Antoine Randall uh, fumble that punt? Uh, yes, I did. No. Yeah. And it, it made me think about how much Josh loved Antoine Randall. Man, it just made me think of Gene Wilder in uh, Blazing Saddles when he sits back and he goes, just like old times. My, oh my. Oh, dearie, dear. Dearie, oh dear. What anyway, let's wrap Green this Bay thing up. What do we got? When is that? This Sunday at 1, right? Yeah, it's the first 1 o'clock game that we've had. And that's rare for Washington to... Yeah, that's the first one o'clock game of the year. That's really, really strange. That was a uh, that was a little point that Aaron brought up at the beginning of the season. So anyway, um, I think that wraps it up. Hail to the Redskins! Hopefully, we'll be able to come out of Washington with a victory over <laughs> Green Bay, over the cheese, cheesehead Packer backers, cheese Packers, and um, and uh, yeah, thanks again to David Lee Legal Services for continued support of Harry Hog football. Uh, if you would like to support, sponsor, yeah, if you would like to sponsor or support uh, Harry Hog football, you can do so by going to our website and making a donation through PayPal. It's on the left hand side under the uh, parachuting uh, Lombardi trophies. And uh, that said, follow us on Twitter at uh, Harry Hog. We're trying to tweet during the games uh, so you can see what we're talking about. Um, and uh, send us an email at Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. Yes, sir. Yep, go ahead and send us an email. Hail to the Redskins. Hail 2-0 in the division. We'll talk to you guys next week. And as usual, if you see a Cowboys fan this week, oh, yeah. or an Eagles fan, <laughs> joke on! Oh,